Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If I've still got wet mouth, it's because we recorded the Iron Brew episode mere seconds ago. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Luke Moore. It's the Luke and Pete Show. Episode one, two, three. One, two, three, four. Get with the wicked. Can I get a whoop whoop? Chicks, can I dig it? The British Will Smith. Richard <laughs> Blackwood there. Blackwood runs the show. RB runs the show. It went, oh, was it RB? Yeah. Oh. What was the other song he did? He did one, two. Oh, we love you, RB. Check you every day on MTV. Who the one... man, baby? A who the man? Wasn't there one about With respect, mama? I hadn't finished. Who the man, baby? <laughs> who the man? Now I've finished. Yeah. Was it? Um, do you remember there was a, a TV show on UK Living called, or UK Play called um, Honky Mama? No. <laughs> and it was uh, Old Moore from um, EastEnders, and she had a couple of kids with big fros. I think that was the case. Right. Uh, and she, I hope it was the fucking case. This could be another you <laughs> and me situation. Dream. Could be a fever dream. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was like, uh, it, she was like the mum, and she was the Honky Mama. Um, right, I think it was Honky Mama. Either it way, it does ring a vague bell. Honky I have to Mama. Say. What do you I think? just keep saying it until everybody's. It's the talk of the nation. Big Mo from EastEnders, you say? Yeah, Gary Oldman's Gary sister. Gary sister. Yeah. Um, what's Richard Blackwood doing in, now? Do you nil reckon? by Honk. Richard Black. <laughs> Richard Blackwood. We could probably get in here. He could probably come. He'd probably get on this show. He's no. He's back in EastEnders. He's a pretty. Are big, we still doing it? Pretty big cheese. Pretty big tear. He was a very. I met him once in the canteen at Capital Radio, and nice I have chap. to say, bloody lovely guy. Yeah, I very did. A, nice. I did a Snickers challenge with him because um, it was like you a man, kind of Mister T sort of thing. And um, we both had to change a car tire, and he beat me. He beat the shit out of me. With, with practical stuff, you're terrible at though. I, I think that's massively incorrect. No, I don't think I'm so. I'm excellent at, all. at DIY. No, you're not. Electronics, I'll fuck up. You're good at computers, and by the I mean you like taking them apart. I'm not going to put them back together again. The other day, you sent me a message quite late at night mm. about some nonsense, and I replied saying, "What are you doing?" And you sent back a, a picture of you hunched over your desk in your house mm. with a completely uh, taken apart microphone. Yeah, but and this microphone... was about this was about 11:30 on a Sunday night. Yeah, but blue microphone. Well, because I'd stuck that microphone on eBay. I just thought I'd better double check it before I, before I sell it, before I um, fire it. Or what send do you it mean double winner. check it? Send it to the winner uh, of the of the auction. <laughs> but what do you mean double check it? Surely most people would just plug it in and speak into it and see if it works. Yeah, but it wasn't working. So why have you tried to sell it? I I presumed it was still in working order. I put it on eBay. You are, people like you like, are the scourge of eBay. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I was like, double check. The best thing was the guy won the auction. His first question was, "Are there any scratches?" <laughs> It's the least you worries, mate. I had it completely that is a apart. List. <laughs> I could say no to that. There's no scratches, mate. Yeah. Blue microphones. I've had two of them now, and they're both fucked up. Yeah. Not having it. Poor build quality. We don't use them I'm going to vote with my feet. We use Neumann here. I bought a little podcast uh, mic from uh, like a, like a, an all-in-one. I think it was like a Marantz. It's like a microphone and a mic stand, and you just plug it in your computer or your, or your PlayStation. You're away. Bloody good. Is 50 it, yeah? quid. And yeah. I was like... 
Remember when we started doing the podcast and we had some um, shit we'd stolen off a man? Uh, <laughs> some mic equipment. Well, he sort of gave it to us and we said yeah, we'd yeah. pay him later and then we couldn't get hold of him again. Yeah, good point. But we used to use four big mics, a full mixing desk plugged into a mini disc player. Mm. Into a mini disc player? Yeah. Is that how that no, started? No, before you. Oh, right, okay. I think that was one of the efficiencies that you brought not, to the that table. Would, that would not have gone you on You don't need watch. the mini disc, yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. You don't need the mini disc, uh, middleman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. There we go. Um, Pete. I'm just saying it's gotten easier than ever before, as you can tell, my fucking iTunes charts. Yeah. <laughs> to, to do a podcast. The, the iTunes charts are an enigma, though, aren't they? People are complaining about them. There's apparently uh, yeah. uh, there's a, there was an article I read recently. This is very niche. I won't I won't spend mm. too much time on this. Well, but the iTunes podcast charts are very interesting. I mean, maybe people are interested in this because I listen to a podcast right now. Yeah. Um, there was a guy who um offered another guy five dollars, I think U.S. dollars, mm. and said for five dollars I will get your new ep- uh, your new podcast. Mm. I forget what it was, but it had about three hundred downloads in total. Mm. I will get it in the iTunes charts. And yeah. He did. He got it in like number ten. Yeah, but like the thing the thing is with the iTunes charts, it, um, it is mainly there are other factors. Uh, it's mainly down to new subscribers. Um, and so if you've got a new show, and even if like most shows aren't going to add like. A ridiculous amount of subscribers every time because people are locked in. You know, people are either subscribed and they're just left latent uh, in the in the uh, podcast uh, folder or whatever on, on their phone or whatever. Um, but new subscribers, if you've got a podcast that starts and say you get three hundred subscribers, you can't get in the iTunes charts because that's new subscribers because it's mainly based on new subscribers. It's quite an antiquated way of uh, of looking at things. Stop saying the word subscribers. Subscribers. Um, I'll just say fuck and annoy that man. Yeah, he's still listening. Still listening. He's obviously still, still listening. listening. We'll do some emails from disgruntled listeners at some point. Not yep. today, though, um, because we've got too much to get through. But before we go to emails, which yeah. we'll do a bit later, um, did you see this thing from, is it pronounced PETA? People's for the Ethical Treatment of Animals? I think it's PETA, yeah. PETA, okay. Did you see the thing they put out last week? Um, I saw, somebody sent around today, um, the, uh, the, the the don't be plantist, uh, not plantist, don't be um, animalist, if so to speak. Uh, well, they refer don't to use, it as, don't use as speciesism. Species, uh, yeah. yeah, don't use so, um, obviously, animal language. Obviously, Everyone is, in theory at least, cares about animals. I certainly care about them a great deal. It's one mm-hmm. of the big issues of my life, mm-hmm. the fact that I still eat meat, where I care so much about animals yep. and I have to sort it out at some point. But mm-hmm. PETA are an interesting case because some of the stuff they come out with is ridiculous. And we saw that a couple of years ago when that film Warcraft came out, right? Where, which is a film about a fictional bunch of uh Beings. So was District Nine, mate, and, a fic- and that had a message in a fictional universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and Petta were complaining that it showed them wearing some sort of unspecified fur, right? Okay, it, yeah, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. you know it seems like a weird priority <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, they've they've this. I, I, I'm reading this out partly because I, I, I think I, it's funny, but also because I think I want to hear your your thoughts on yeah, it. Yeah, do you not think something like that Warcraft thing is just kind of it's a big film? It's a big ticket thing, massive um, in uh, territories like China. Um, yeah, good point. It's the only place that Warcraft, I think, made any money. Um, so it they've got to think of more new and creative ways of going viral and, and getting their other messages out. So sometimes I think people say ridiculous things just to get... It's, 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 it, we've made a bed for ourselves in this case. You know, to go viral is the most important thing. So I could go outside, shout something disgraceful we don't and do we that. get loads of listeners they don't do that yeah I know yeah. exactly that's what I mean I'm just saying you've done that before um, anyway Peta I understand I'll take your point but this is still quite interesting mm. Peta have released a, a graphic today uh, well actually I think it might have come out last week but I've, I saw it today called Stop Using Anti-Animal Language 
and a load of sort of well-known phrases and then some suggested alternatives. Mm. Uh, and they are, for example, instead of using, instead of saying kill two birds with one stone, why don't you say feed two birds with one scone? Right. Have they <laughs> questioned whether a scone would kill a bird? Exactly. You can't, f- you can't feed a b- right. bird scones. Not only that, it's the numbers. One scone, I say scone anyway, so I'm fucked. One scone, scone. is massive. Yeah. Unless you're feeding it to a pelican, which, by the way, shouldn't probably be eating scones anyway. <laughs> why, why are you suggesting that? Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, so, so that's one of them. That's ticked off. That's RSPCA say, don't even feed bread to ducks. Right. Feed them frozen vegetables. Bread fucks them up. Oh, really? What's scones going to do to them? It's got sultanas <laughs> and everything in it. Unless it's a plain scone. Don't put cream and jam on it. No. Next one. Be the guinea pig. As in the guinea pig, you know, we'd use it yeah, the yeah, guinea pig. Yeah. Be the test tube. Yeah, but the test tube isn't a reactive kind of, like, a, a guinea pig is... Um, it doesn't make any there's sense. There's not animal cells in the test tube. It's the container. You might as well say, be the cage that you <laughs> yeah, keep the guinea yeah. pig in. It's the it chemicals that are in the test tube that do the business. It doesn't work. No. They're so we tick those through. off. We yeah. tick that one off. What's okay. the next one? As in, they, they say, beat a dead horse, but like flogging a dead horse. Yeah, flogging a dead horse. I mean... Only dead. Exactly, because I don't think they have a Aldi problem. Dead, yeah, no. They've suggested, feed a fed horse. It's only fed you're overfeeding it. You're exactly. gonna kill it. Now you're overfeeding animals. Oh right, okay. We've yeah. right. These are dreadful. Uh, this is dreadful. Next one. Um, bring home the bacon. Yeah. yeah. They suggest you change to bring home the bagels. That's all right. That was yeah. Fine. That, that, that was one fine. actually yeah, worked. Bring home the bagels. It? Yeah. yeah. And then um, take the ball by the horns. Yeah. Yeah. Take the flower by the thorns. Right. <laughs> they just chose that one because it rhymes. Flowers, it lot, rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of flowers don't have thorns. I would say ninety-nine percent of them don't have thorns. <laughs> Fucking idiots. I mean, it's, it's, I'm really conflicted because I genuinely do care about the ethical treatment of animals. But yeah. on the other hand, this is brilliant. But I, again, they're just doing it to just get, they're doing ridiculous. They know they're, it's ridiculous. They're just trying to get hits. Yeah. They're just trying to get their other messages out. And, I, you know, I don't blame them because it's it's difficult. But then again, it's never been easier than, uh, it's never been easier than now to, um, it's never been easier than now, the, uh, the phrase that everyone uses, uh, to be a vegetarian, to make ethical choices. So it's getting there. But the, the problem is um, a body... Unless it's uh, a genuine kind of um, uh, problem of unfairness uh, to humans and different um, ethnic groups, for example, uh, languages don't move that fast, unfortunately. So, Petter, stand down for now. First reply to that tweet, what nightmare parallel universe are we in and how do we escape it? <laughs> but you're feeding, but you're feeding the, the trolls there, aren't you? You're, you're feeding, feeding a fed horse there. You're feeding the fed horse, and the fed <laughs> horse are fascists who've got fucking snowflakes. I can't yeah. say fucking anything now, no, can I? Can't say anything these days, Piss. can you? Yeah, <laughs> don't say that because our man will um, will, oh, will uh, piss. Yeah, last Pete. Um, last time around, we mentioned that you'd been to Romania mm. and I've been to the US. We didn't talk about either of those things. Would you like to Good regale point. the listeners with uh, our family, our listeners, our parish? Yes, with tales uh, of afar, tales of foreign, exotic, foreign lands. interesting lands. Didn't feel quite exotic landing in Luton at uh, five a.m. Never but, does, mate. Um, <laughs> But the thing is, I, I think that, and I've had this conversation, I think, with you before. Yeah. Because you're not really a money, we talked about this before we came on air, you're not really a money-grabbing guy at all. You're very generous. In I'm fact, a money-losing. You're, you're over-generous, and I've always I've always mm, said that. Complained. But So I don't understand why you would fall for that really basic trap of, oh, I'll get a cheap flight to Luton mm. and to Stansted when it's just a nightmare and it takes costs you loads of money to get to the airport. 
airport and you have to land at ridiculous times. Well, you don't value your own time. And all that kind because of stuff. a lot of the Romanians who uh, come to uh, London and England um, obviously are probably lower paid than, than a lot of other people. So um, that's the only flight that goes directly to Cluj. And I was kind of limited with the places right. we could go. Because Why did you choose Cluj? In Liverpool. Why did you choose Cluj? Because one of our number was in Liverpool. And again, because of because uh, working populations who, who pop over the weekend or um, live in Romania and, and work during the week, um, they fly on really early flights um, from Liverpool and back again. So it was the only flight that it was. It was the only thing that kind of worked for us. It was either there or Amsterdam, and I'm, I've only been once. I'm not really asked about Amsterdam. I thought Romania would be quite an interesting place. And going to the uh, spiritual and historical um, capital of Transylvania was quite interesting. And what I could not recommend Cluj more. Beautiful. Beautiful place, like a proper old European city. And you know, remember when we went to Berlin and it was like the uh, 25th anniversary of the Berlin Wall coming down and we yeah. just kind of completely passed us by until we got there. And we're like, shit, this is amazing. Um, it was the 100th anniversary of uh, Romania. Oh, right. As, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a unified country. And I was like, 2018. What happened 100 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, um, and it was amazing. It was just like everyone was just celebrating. Everyone had Romania flags. It, it was so Good. Like, I cannot recommend Cluj enough. It's brilliant. I ended up in a lift shaft. I kicked my... They had one of those really old um, kind of big buildings that have that kind of old wooden lift. Yeah. The ones that you sort of think, oh, it's going to fucking crash. Yeah. I'm going to die. Um, the uh, my, I accidentally kicked my keys down the lift shaft and ended in the bottom of the lift shaft. Which is a hotel you were standing on something? No, it was at Airbnb. And I jumped into the lift shaft underneath the lift. And if the lift had come down... At 2 a.m. when I was in the lift shaft, I would have been in You're big trouble. You're an idiot. I could have moved to the side because I'm very felt. This is like when you fell on those stairs in Japan and no one was there to find you. Yeah. Isn't it? Don't get in lift shafts. So, well, I mean, because my... say goodbye. I could see them. It's so tantalizing. You never invite me on your holidays. Mm. Um, you go with your other friends, and that's Reason okay. That. And that's okay. Yeah, mm. that's fair enough. Mm. Um, I'm not suggesting you change that policy, but from, <laughs> from the outside looking in on social media and all that kind of stuff, mm. you, you just seem to drink a lot. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, this is not a judgment call. Yeah. You seem to drink a lot and then just wander around looking at stuff. Is that what happens? What What is a holiday if it's not that? It's true, yeah. But I, I mean, mean, at one point you're on the top of a 10 metre diving board at an abandoned swimming pool. Yeah, that was one of the things that um, the dark tour of Cluj kind of recommended, an old um, an old communist um, swimming pool. I've got a friend who's um, phobic of empty swimming pools. I swear. They are a bit spooky, aren't they? Yeah. yeah I think it's he, the absence he says he, of something. He can't the absence st- of reason. The absence of reason for that being there. Yeah, and also he said he can't stop imagining himself jumping, diving in by accident, like oh, breaking his neck. Yeah. yeah. I, to be honest, to be fair, I had a big, tall diving pool. It's obviously covered in graffiti now and syringes. Um, but um, it didn't seem deep enough for the height of the actual thing. Oh, really? Anyway, um, we also went to a old uh, communist film... Uh, old Soviet film. Um, uh, it basically, it was this big old kind of building where they used to keep um, a lot of Soviet film. And um, when it, it all got cleared out in like it, it, like earlier in, earlier last century, they just pulled out all of the um, spools of, 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 of film. And this just laid on the floor in this building for like 20, 30 years. And so, you, so we went to look at this film that was just around this place. But, it, it, it had kind of changed in the last few years from right. when the report was written uh, and basically it was just taken over by uh, homeless people um, and one of them had an axe and they started whistling at us so we ran away wow <laughs> that is terrifying I was, I was a bit like I, I mean how I, close was he to you so I, was, so I wanted to go further but then everyone else legged it right. absolute pussies uh, you hear me? Yeah. Um, uh, and I wanted to go further, but the problem, like, I sort of walked in, I was like, 
you know what, it just looks about like people live here. So I'm just going on someone's house, effectively, yeah. um, that have taken over. But then we saw some big lads uh, around the fire and one of them had an axe because he was chopping wood. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll probably, wow. probably uh, turn tail and run. Did you not feel like a bit, a bit like you were rubbernecking? Like it was sort of yeah, know, yeah, massively, but, grief but, tourism. Well, yeah, but I didn't go there to look at homeless people, did I? I went there to look at the film, the Soviet film. Yeah, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. I think I was fair to ask the question, though. Yeah. But um, uh, I recommend it. Um, if you're one of those people who's a bit tight, uh, it's really cheap as well. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Well, it's good. It's interesting that you've gone to a non-traditional sort of tourist destination. Oh, I loved it. I re- people were lovely. Um, if you, if you, um, and and the weird thing was, I didn't realise how close to Latin Romanian is. It sounds so Italian. Like uh, La Revedere is goodbye. Hmm. Like is exactly the same. I think same. there is a bit of a link. Yeah. I'm basing that on a, ca- on a contestant on MasterChef at this series who is from Romania but lived in Italy, so maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. But I, I know what you mean. Is, yeah. There is a bit of a crossover there, I think. Yeah. Um, Multumisk. Well, listen. If you if you if you are if you are looking for a, a, qu- a quick uh, city break or a get weekend away. away, get yourself to Cluj. Cannot recommend it. Off. How it much were you flying? Wonderful. Hundred quid. Not bad, is it? Yeah. Not bad. I mean, you're Not going bad. to Luton, but digs were very cheap. Were they? Yeah. How much was it for a pint? Um, about th- uh, we did a round of four drinks, six pounds. Brilliant, brilliant. Don't can't, you th- can't complain. Don't you think also though? Because, like the north, because we live in London. Everywhere you go, like this is really cheap. Uh, J- Japan, like it's supposed to be the most expensive place for drink, and it's like, and you go there, it's, like, it's an extra twenty p. Right. <laughs> so okay. exactly um, um, before we go to emails, which we traditionally do in the second mm. half of the show, did you know that if you're listening to this uh, on the day it's released, Monday, tenth of December, that yesterday, December the ninth, one hundred and fifty years ago. The world's first traffic lights were unveiled. Uh, December 9th, 1868, the world's first non-electric gas-lit traffic lights were installed outside the Houses of Parliament in London to control traffic uh, in Bridge Street, Great George Street and Parliament Street. That was December the 9th. January 2nd, 1869, so just over a year later. Uh, no, sorry, just over a month later, just under a month later, they exploded. Oh. That's the end of them. What? Uh, and they weren't gas-powered? They were gas-powered. Oh. Non-electric gas-lit. Oh, sorry, yeah. A month later, they exploded. Um, and that was the end of that for a little while. <laughs> now, obviously. Yeah, I reckon uh, they should do that with the old uh, the old uh, speed cameras, yeah? <laughs> what? Explode them? <laughs> Just yeah. blow them up, mate. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We should be able to go as fast as we do on the Autobahn. This is not England. This, this is, is the Autobahn. This is the Autobahn. All right, then. Let's have a bit of this, then. Now, this... <laughs> She's gonna report. She's gonna report me for saying bugger, you know. Oh, just wait till I see your mother. You're in real trouble. Oh, I say, wait, you gotta go and see her. Then tell her this bugger shaped funk shit, fucking sphincter. You gonna uh, have a go at him, are you? No, last episode I got annoyed with the guy because I think you need to change him, but I'll, I'll, I'll never get bored of Brian Blessed. Thick headed people. I'll never get I bored mean, of Brian Blessed. I mean, Brian is a thick headed person. Yeah. Literally. Mm. Big old head. East Island statue. Um, what email do you want? Now, Pete, do you want to hear something about school performances? Oh, do you want to yes, do something please. About, Fancy um, a bit of that. That'd be lovely. A man invents a story about his grandparents. Um, <laughs> do you want a quick one from me before you get started? Yeah. Was your, was your, no, you uh, deciding? It, you Nathan Angus says, hello, the Luke and the Pete. Oh, I, I think I recognise him from Twitter. I think I recognise him from his picture. Um, story from, uh, which is a song by Gloria Estefan. Mm, uh, some time ago, you talked on the show about the coolest celebrity arrests. You mentioned uh, Boy and uh, Mick Jagger as well. Uh, but I'd like to raise the bar a little with none other than the legendary Frank Sinatra. Oh, Frankie Sinatra. I have always been a big fan of Sinatra, and so when you mentioned celebrity arrests, I knew I had the winning ticket. <laughs> in 1938, Frank Sinatra was arrested on charges of seduction for promising marriage to a lady to gain sexual intercourse. Uh, the, <laughs> the charges were... A.K.A. AKA the Donaldson Act. <laughs> 
I'll promise more than that. You can have my house. <laughs> I rent. Uh, the charges were because the lady was a lady of good repute. These charges were later changed to adultery. As it turned out, the lady in question was already married. In 1939, all charges were dropped. People have got other things on. Yeah. Baby boomers. Can't prove Everyone's it. Everyone's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Baby boomers was famously oh, yeah, post-war, later, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, sorry. That's the point of it. Yeah. Yeah. People weren't going, oh, it's brilliant. There's a war happening. Uh, and there wasn't even a war happening in the US at that point, so... Mm. It's weird baby boomers happen because, I mean, if half your house has fallen off, you'd, everyone could see you get, getting down to it, couldn't you? If your yeah. house has been half I mean, bombed. That, that's, a, that's a typically <laughs> cartoonish interpretation of the event. Yeah. Pete, yeah. Sh- they should have asked me to do that colourising of the First World War. Oh, I've seen it. Brilliant. Jackson. I talked about it, didn't talked I? About it, yeah. Fantastic. You did. Um, good, good stuff. Good, well, speaking, good of, entry. speaking of legendary celebrities from the past, and also speaking, we spoke earlier about uh, Petter, the... Uh, the body for the ethical treatment of animals. Um, did you ever read about the Errol Flynn duck centipede? No. It's something that is a right up our straza, so to speak. And uh, basically Errol Flynn, when he was a kid, <laughs> I read this like a few years ago and I completely forgot about it. He, in his autobiography, um, detailed a very uh, complex set of events where he had some ducks in his garden, like you know, seven or eight ducks. Um, right. And he noticed that if you gave one of the ducks some really fatty pork belly, it would poop it out within a couple of minutes. Right. So it's something about the makeup of the body of the duck. It would just go straight through and it would pop out almost as if it was exactly the same as, as before. Yeah. Um, it just couldn't process it. And so what he did was, <laughs> disgusting this, um, Frankenstein-esque, he tied string. And he basically got a leather string, put yeah. a bit of pork in the middle of it. Yeah. Fed it to the first duck. Yeah. Came out the side. Came out of the back. Yeah. Attached the string. So I'm just writing this down. <laughs> just trying to stare across it. Gave that. Gave that pork to a next. The next duck. That did the same thing again and again and again until he had a string, almost like a Christmas decoration yeah. of ducks who were just knocking into each other and rolling around because yeah. they were attached to each other like a human centipede. That's mad. But with ducks on I mean, a that, string. That is quite mad. It's mad, isn't it? That is the sort of thing that you'd think. Is indicative of a serial killer in a later life. Even if I thought that, I wouldn't tell anyone about it. Errol no. Flynn. <laughs> yeah, and you have thought with that. With his little tash in his, in, in his yeah. tree. Yeah. Robin Hood. Steals from the rich, <laughs> feeds pork to ducks. Steals, Helps them flop, steals string from better. the rich, strings up a load of ducks. Isn't that incredible? Um, he, was quite a, he was quite a controversial character, wasn't he, Errol Flynn? I was talk- it wasn't every man back then rather No, complex. but I mean, to the point of where he was accused, and we can say what we like, he's dead, mm. so you can't lie with the dead, mm. but he was accused of collaborating with Nazis, of right. being a German agent during the Second World War. Wow. Um, there's quite a few books written about him where he um, that, that accuse him of lots of different types of things. Um, so, you know, look, the guy was a character. Let's call that. <laughs> let's, let's say that. The guy was a real piece much. of work. Um, what else was I going to say to you, Peter? Oh, no, yeah. I've wiped your mind. I've put You have. Bit, I mean, I've that's put... that's going to throw me off. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the most well-versed hey, look, person Johnson Park. <laughs> in sharing a studio with you and not getting thrown off the scent. <laughs> um, it's a tougher job than it. Than, yeah, than giddy it, up, than baby. I'm the bull. Grab um, the Pete by the horns. Listen to this, Pete. Let's take it darker. Let's take it darker. Let's take it darker. Wasn't there, isn't there a song? You uh, want it darker. You want it now. Leonard Cohen? Oh. The great Leonard Cohen. <laughs> yeah. Quite nasal, aren't he, Cohen? My mum um, gave me two 
books of Leonard Cohen poetry as a young man. Yeah. Didn't, didn't rub off, did it? Didn't. Did I tell you? I told you guys. My about... mum absolutely loves Leonard Cohen. She's like a, a huge fan. I told you guys about the. Um, I, the, I watched this, um, not documentary, but this guy sort of piling through a lot. I might mention it on a previous um, show, maybe about two shows ago, maybe. Um, but like a, a guy who just went through all of the versions of um, Hallelujah. Online, do you remember, oh, yeah. like in the in the nineties when yeah. Grace and, and and Jeff Buckley's version of Hallelujah was like a little bit of a hidden gem, a little bit of a classic oh, that kind of never. Yeah. And now it is Alexandra Burke and all that, all that caper. Yeah. Um, it's just all it's it, it's just everywhere. So every busker, I can't go a day without hearing um, the uh, his version. Um, absolutely mangled by someone on the tube. Yeah, it's a disgrace. It's, it's a, a disgrace. disgrace. It's an absolute yeah. disgrace. Um, but did you ever hear the post a year after Jeff Buckley uh, released? Um, released his version of uh, of Hallelujah. Uh, Bono did a version. Oh, God. And my God, it is the worst thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. I'm going to get it up for you now. Um, I think it was from a solo album. Uh, it was, I think it was 1995, a year after Buckley released it. Fucking dreadful. <clears throat> Are we going to hear it? Yeah, here we go. Jesus. What's the drum machine on about? I don't know. What year is Sounds this? Sounds like it's under the bath. What year is this? It's a secret <laughs> sounds like fucking William Shatner. I mean, it sounds more Cohen than, than Buckley. It goes like this before the fifth wall. Minor fall, the major lift, the baffled king composing. Hallelujah. I didn't know Bono liked taking drugs. He's heard that and thought that is good enough to be released. Worse than tax evasion. In my humble opinion, <laughs> sorry, avoidance. Yeah, yeah. There's a difference, uh, apparently. The reason, the reason that um, I don't get that snobby about people doing covers of staff and that kind no. of thing. I try not to be too. But sort that of, is. Yeah, I mean that's just. I mean Leonard Cohen is a poet. He was a mm. poet who really just put mm. his poetry to music, mm. and so as as a, as a result, I think lyrically deserves a lot of respect. Mm. And and someone like Alexandra Burke. Or that monstrosity from Bono, and you know Bono, I understand he's like a you know successful musician in his own right, and obviously he's not without talent. Yeah. You know, um, it, it just seems a bit of a shame. Really. He wrote a poem about um, uh, Noel Gallagher, and he recited it at the Cure Awards, and he, he was like, he, he had it on the piece, but he had it on a couple of A4 sheets, and it went on for fucking ages, and it was he was just rhyming things about about um, Noel doing? Gallagher for his lifetime achievement, whatever the fuck. Um, and he kept because I'd already given Noel Gagan an award earlier on in the in the day, so he's mugged me off by bringing Bono out. Yeah, <laughs> um, and he was reading this. Who could? Who's he the only a... person I can think of that's more famous than Pete Donaldson? <laughs> yeah, could he do a podcast? Yeah, at ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, um, he read this big poem. It just went on for fucking ages. Three sheets of uh, of, of, of ratty ear four, and um, and then Noel Gagan went on stage and and absolutely mugged him off. I went. He uh, read that at my um. On my birthday, like absolutely, oh, like he hadn't read it, like he hadn't wrote it for the occasion. I was like, "Yeah, cheers for that." I've got, you can imagine Bono running around his house. I'm late, and I've got this poem somewhere. I've got to find it. Where is it? Go, going through old books, old Leonard Cohen poetry books, trying to find it. And and and, and just to come back to the, the I'll kind just of, do it off the, off the top of my head. Rouse a ball. We talked about um, Dylan and, and Young on the last yeah. show, and talked about how we're going to go see him next summer. It's a rival podcast, and, and um, the Dylan and Young show. Yeah, yeah. and. I love both of those artists, of course, mm. but they are not making the best music of their career now, and they haven't been for some no. time. Or MP3 players, and, and there is and there, no, and there is something about artists who've been around for a long time mm. that still make quite vital, quite interesting, quite listenable music, mm. and it's fucking hard to do when you get to that stage of your life. Nick Cave's done it. 
Mm. Uh, for me, some of Nick Cave's finest work is so affecting, so powerful that I actually find it quite difficult to listen to. Yeah. Um, and his best record, in my opinion, is Push the Sky Away, which only came out about seven or eight years ago. Why is nobody? I th- I've said this And before. Leonard Cohen, just to, just to finish mm. the point, Leonard Cohen, um, You Want It Darker, which we mentioned earlier, yeah. I think he recorded that about three weeks before he died. Wow. And it is fucking brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. One of the best songs he's ever written. Boy's last album was um, good. So there we go. Yeah. yeah, Bowie's another one. Bowie's another one, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. But he's not a... reaching the scale, the heights that he's reached in, no. the, in the sort of early to mid-70s. No. Though. Radiohead had uh, sort of doing some interesting stuff. Not, not for enough. me. Not old enough, not brother. Not for me, but they've been gone for a long time. Not old enough, brother. 30 years? Is that not good enough for you? They weren't around. They've not been around 30 years, have they? They're not. Yeah, it must have been. You are? Yeah, well, I'm talking about yeah. men, men, well, not just men, but any artist. Men. <laughs> i tell you, Kate Bush, she's still putting out pretty interesting stuff. Has she released any new music? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, she put something out fairly recently. Hmm. Yeah, she also did that record 50 Words for Snow about mm. 10 years ago, which is really good. It's mm. got um, it's actually weird. It's got Stephen Fry on it yeah. and Elton John. That sounds dreadful. Another man not doing very good work in, in his late years. <laughs> um, what were you going to say before I stopped you? Uh, can't remember, can you? Can't remember. Nah, that's nah. why I did it. Let's get out of here. Uh, all right, yeah, cool. Um, if you want to get in touch, hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. Pete, we really must work through some of these emails. We keep saying we're going to do it and not doing it. I don't know why um, I bother starring them on the uh, show The Football Ramble. Ah, oh. hello at the Luke and Pete Show. <laughs> I ignore that. Email. Um, hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. We will chat to you next time. Probably yep. see you on Thursday. Stick hello around. Hello at dylanandyoungshow.com. Young. Oh no, my house is burned down with all my ponos in. I'd have to claim on the insurance. He said ponos. This was a Radio Stakhanov production. production.